Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Heko nai purangi te nei na te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Hi, this is comedian and depressed alcoholic James Nokise, and you're listening to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower, a podcast about headspace and happiness. From my safe space, the shower with fried chicken. This episode, I'm talking to musician and actor Makopo Hatu. We'll talk about extreme martial arts. Uh, Jiu-jitsu teaches you that, that, that you're not special. You know, you've got a neck like anybody else and somebody is going to squeeze the fuck out of it. <laughs> Extreme chicken. Oh See, man, we got gloves. Is that, that we got props, man? Is this coronavirus <laughs> or is this? Is this is protect against the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, we have never had chicken where they've given you gloves. Well, there you go, bro. <laughs> and extreme breakdowns. Third year drum score. I had a like I had a big nervous breakdown. Oh, I think you and me have ever talked about that, actually. No, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> How dare you, man? Yeah. How dare you oh, spring right. this on me in my own mental health show? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fully, fully. Some of this will get a bit real. The language, the subjects. So make sure you're in a safe space with your comfort food. And join us, eating fried chicken in the shower. Hi and welcome to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower. Uh, I'm James Nokise and today I am joined by the man Maka Pohatu. Kia ora brother. Kia ora my bro. Uh, if you do not know this man, you need to find a project that he is in. One of the generally most funniest people I know. Uh, you're an actor, they might know you from Wellington Paranormal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, blowing up at the moment, uh, but also from uh, the film Two Little Boys. That's, that's right. Wow, yeah, we yeah. went there. Wow, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. We went to Little two Boys. Little boys. Um, but also, if you're in a certain country, you may have seen this man perform live in a show called The Modern Maori Quartet, which oh. tours globally. Yep. Um, can you, like, just for our international listeners, because we have those now. Oh, man. I know. It's a um, global. Can you explain what Modern Maori Quartet is? Uh, so, the, so, the Modern Maori Quartet is. Um, uh, brainchild of our um, brother James Tito, and it's basically a, a, a homage, homage, however you pronounce it, to the the legacy of Māori show bands from the fifties and sixties and seventies. So, what's like your routine at the moment? Like, just um, thinking, like you've got the TV show and the global touring show. So, is it is it chaos, or if you've got like your own set routine for keeping things in order? Uh, you know, in, in the beginning, in any kind of band or any kind of company, that like that, yeah, the first two or three years were a bit of bit of chaos. And initially, we thought that we, because we're all trained actors, mm-hmm. we all thought that we would fit these kind of gigs in between our acting gigs. And it's now it's the other way around. The thing kind of really, um, really blew up. Yeah. So it was a, it's the other way around. We kind of try and fit our acting gigs around our quartet work. And what, uh, what chicken are we going to eat today, Maka? Okay, bro. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I apologize. I asked too many questions at the top. I could just no. see you looking at me like, bro, but also... But what about... Like, what about, <laughs> hey? But what about hey. the main event, though? The <laughs> yeah. chicken, though? Um, so, I, uh, I live really close to um, the spot. It's called Sneaky Snacky. It's got a real... It's <laughs> good. Name right good alliteration. Um, it's this uh, Korean burger joint. And uh, it's really good burgers, man. But this is quite decadent because they serve it like in a donut, 
What? Like 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 a glazed donut and the what? novelty. But they also do yeah yeah. They come Ooh, with um, these things. Oh here, man, bro. we got gloves. Is that, thought, yeah, we got props, man. Is this coronavirus or <laughs> this is, is this? This is protect us against the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, we have never had chicken where they've given you gloves. Well, there you go, bro. <laughs> Season three, baby. We got gloves going on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. The first time I was like, oh, the novelty of that. Putting gloves on because it, ah. it's gonna get messy. Look, and that's that's just, I mean, that's not just a mental health tip for our listeners. That's just in life. If you're going to do something with someone in a shower that's going to get messy, make sure you got a glove. Do you want two? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah we do we got, have two? We got two oh, each, man. bro. Double glove. the both yeah, hands, man. That's right. Make sure you double glove. All right, here we go, man. Cheers, man. Cheers, my brother. All right. Oh man. Kino. Mm. <laughs> oh, got a little bit of a burn. Yeah. Wow. It's a bit spicy. It's nice, mm. a bit of cheese in there. Mayo. Oh man. So how long have you been performing, bro? Um I think professionally, since I was um I think I did my first first, first theatre show when I was 17. Oh wow. But we were always doing like kapaka and stuff as kids and mm. like watching the television and mimicking things and that. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, 17, 18 I did um, a Te Reo Māori season for Takirua back in 1998. Oh wow. And that show was called Takuwai Marie, which means How Lucky Am I? It's a kids show about this young fella that wants to run away from the farm to go to the city mm. and it ended up kind of borrowing some elements from Peter Pan and yeah, that's my first experience of um, yeah, welly life, tour life. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hone Koko was the artistic director at the time and um, um, Nan, Nan had just had um, Mari there. Oh wow. Yeah. And can I ask, well, it's, it's slightly off topic, but can I ask, did you, um, did you get to Nan's funeral? Absolutely, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. For um, our listeners not aware, we're talking about the late, amazing Nancy Brunning, who was not just a a great theatre maker and a great actor, but also a great mentor to a lot of Māori and Pacific artists who came through Wellington. Amen. Is it like, do you still have some of that grief with you carrying on? Like, or? Like, you know, with all tonguees, you kind of leave the the biggest stuff there. Actually, no, I don't think I do know that, bro. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. think, yeah, I think and maybe a lot of our listeners don't know that that's part of, they might just, I think a lot of Kiwis, actually, yeah, who yeah. aren't from that background, just think the tonguey is three days. Yeah, yeah. They're probably thinking cliches, like, oh, well, I guess they have to eat a lot of food and do some, <laughs> some speeches is that, or something. Is that, yeah, well, um, yeah, I mean, three days allows for um, people to mobilise, to, you know, to come from other places and... Um, you know, and people come in waves and um, different times of the day and night, and people are always received. And you know, there's the initial kind of um, being received and the initial outpouring of grief. But it's like this beautiful three days of you know, you, you grieve, and then people get um, ushered to the farekai to have cups of tea and move through things like that. And people like talk and 
um, you know, and you're like, like laughing and crying mm. and eating and laughing and, and crying while eating and, <laughs> um, um, you know, chain smoking out the front or whatever. You know, our that, people, our stories. Yeah, cousins out the back, like having a sneaky box of beers or whatever. It's all part of it. It's all part of this beautiful thing that helps us move a lot of our emotions, our, our grief, mm. our anger, our yeah it's a really beautiful process so yeah i just assumed that yeah everyone knows what the thing is overseas <laughs> um but you know yeah. it's like and i think in in the pacific we have like a similar process yeah. of uh, i mean i'm not sure how it's in your community but we're very stoic especially the men yeah. when it comes to emotions unless yeah. you're at the family service or the tangi yeah, yeah. and that's like the one time and that's part of the emotional process I think for younger people eh, is that oh. you see your dad finally cry or you see your grandpa oh, or your oh, uncle yeah. who oh. never cries cry and they're like oh they're crying well we're all crying now oh yeah I'd never seen my dad cry my entire life and then I'd never I, I don't really remember my granddad uh, my, my dad's father um, there's a picture of us when I was little you know and then yeah I remember the day that he found out that he passed away and um, my mum was like quietly like oh you know go 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 in the, go in the sitting room mm. give your dad a hug and he was always real real mm. big real staunch man and um, yeah that was that I was just, he was just like um, just sitting in his lounge chair just sort of like yeah he was he was bereft I've never seen my old man like that he was always real staunch and I just kind of and we we never had a very um, physical huggy mm. touch relationship at all. It was, it was the 80s, so there was a lot of like hiding. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A, that was like, this love, this like love. a different kind of love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We in the Pacific are also familiar yeah, with yeah, this. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. Because of love. Because of <laughs> I love you. I love with you. my fist, yeah. I love you. But, yeah, you know, not to mm. glorify that. But no, yeah, no, no. I remember collapsed. I was 14, I collapsed on my dad and. Like, I like got to grieve for him and with mm, him, mm. and also for me. Like it was the first time I got to hug my my dad. Like it was on his wow. big tummy. Like I was like, <laughs> and he was just like, "It's okay, son. It's okay." And also during that time, my my grandfather's tongue was at the Morai and and and, and GI and Glen Innes. Mm. I forgot what it's called, but I yeah, it was a strange thing for me because there was a man there in the coffin that looked like my father that I didn't no mm. and I saw lots of people grieving and wailing on my aunties and and I was just like I felt um yeah I felt bad because I, I was like I don't I feel grief and I don't have for everybody I mean sorry yeah it's yeah. this kind of like oh sorry I don't I don't know you and and so at one point I wandered across the road to like this um, there was like a uh, like an arcade mall, mm. and there was an actual like arcade there. I went across the road and went and played Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was sort of was trying to process like not feeling anything, yeah. and then it was just like playing Street Fighter, and these local kids going like, "Yeah, gee, yeah, gee, let me show you this. I'll show you this trick, gee. I'll show you this trick." Uh, and then I went back, and um, yeah, my dad blew. He was like. Where were you? And the first time he, he never, I was expecting like a, rah, 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 a bit of a backhand or something. And he was just like, you don't, you don't just, you don't just take off like that, Maka. You're telling me it's more respectful than that. Where did you go? Oh, went, went to play video games. <laughs> <laughs> because when you grow up with like that, 
that sense of community mm. and communal performing. Mm -hmm. And then you go to, you know, it's Toy Fakari, which mm. is the New Zealand drama school, mm -hmm. but it's still Western form of, of theatre. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, well I'm going to go straight to that part of the conversation. When I, when I was uh, uh, like 24, I was in my... 23, 24, 25, and my, uh, halfway through my third year of drama school, I, I had a, like, I had a big nervous breakdown. Oh, wow, bro. Yeah, I had a full-on nervous breakdown. I think you and me have ever talked about that, actually. No, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah. No, 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 how dare you, man? Yeah. How dare you <laughs> how dare spring I? this on me in my own mental health shop? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, fully, fully. Wow. So now here I am in the, ki in the, in the kitchen, in the shower. <laughs> Any fried chicken talking about that? It was creeping in by the end of second year, mm. and I didn't notice it at all. Just that it was a, it was kind of a cumulative thing to me. Mm. It was like uh, I ended a ended a relationship at the end of second year. I tried to go into a rebound thing that went. Mm -hmm. I spent the summer kind of beating myself up. When it was creeping up on me, I thought, oh, uh, must be uh, iron deficiency or. <laughs> Oh, I just need to get some melatonin pills. It's quite yeah. sneaky. Yeah, it yeah. kind of crept up in little increments, and before I knew it, I was like losing sleep for like I would sleep max like an hour and a half, two hours a night, if that. Oh man! So my head was like so loud. Yeah. And so yeah, after a few months of that, it's just like start going a bit loopy. I was I was super fit. Yeah. I tried to I tried to deal with it by. Um, just being real physical and the, uh, doing the classic uh, depression gym workout. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. Oh. Like, I'm like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first, the I'm first break up. Yeah, I'm not motivated at all. Yeah. Like, yeah, but we were all really fit back at drama yeah. school. And, yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just to be clear, listeners, we are not advocating. Uh, if you want to get ripped, don't please don't end yeah. your relationship. No, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> eat lettuce. Just That's eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the time, and so. Uh, coming out of coming out of that, I was in that space for uh, yeah, quite a quite a while. It was it was interesting. The uh, the moment that everything kind of stopped was it just kind of felt like a like a like a balloon deflating. My whatever went off in my head, so it pops. And I was like, huh. And the person I was talking to was like, what's happening? He was like, oh, I think I'm. Having some kind of episode. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's lie down. Yeah, during that time, I, um, I, 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 I tried three times to to commit suicide, and none of them worked. Um, thank, thank the universe. None of them worked. So I was, uh, I was committed uh, to Wanganui. Um, hospital, uh, and then yeah, during that time, my, my father passed away. Oh man! Um, and so, yeah, and and it was it was it was also like a big negotiation for them to go. Oh, he needs to can he get released to come to his father's funeral? And they're like, yes, but these things need to be in place, and he needs to be on this medication, and mm. there always needs a better health, you know just in case he wigs out or some mm, shit like that. Mum's like, he's not going to fucking do that. It's his, it's his, it's his father's funeral. Mm. Yeah. Just in case, make sure Street Fighter is across street the road. Street Fighter across the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and that was, uh, it was hard because I was like loaded up on like pretty much horse tranquilizer. 
was in a like a haze like a it's like being behind a wall of like cotton wool not being able to really feel anything or grieve so being denied that process that mm. important process mm. was like those things had to come out over like a couple of years or like mm. two or three years little bits of grief would pour out and yeah so you've had the, the, the fried chicken in the shower mm. moment mm. My, my moment throughout the whole thing all yeah. the colours and nuances of my depression um, there was a part there where I knew I was at my, my completely lowest and I was actually I, I'm pretty sure I was asleep or between sleep and mm. wake and in my consciousness I was there as an adult um, looking down at a ba- like me as a baby and and baby was like crying mm. and then doing this like wanting to be picked up yeah, like, yeah. you know and something on the uh, my inner kind of um, what do you call it my intuition was like mm. oh that's the part of me that I've beaten myself up my whole life down to this small child and part of me knew that that was the last of me Mm. that I knew if I didn't in the way that you would Mm. pick up a child and love them I was like if I don't pick up that baby right now Mm. and love him Mm. which is essentially me Mm. um, I'll never come out of this I will I'll be lost in this whatever you want to call it in the storm and the cyclone for forever it's amazing man yeah and so in my mind you know my in my dream i picked up this baby and like held it and just like rocked it like this and mum said she was watching me and i was like this in my sleep kind of this and she's like what are you doing son of that i'm i'm giving me a hug i'm loving myself mum my sense was like Yo, man, we're so fucking hard on ourselves. We're so mm. beat ourselves up so much. I was like, bro, you. I was like, fuck, man. There's nowhere else for you to go. You've beaten yourself up so much that your last of your inner child is literally in your arms. And mm. So you would never speak like that to another child. You'll never speak like that to your friend or mm. someone else that you love. Why the fuck do you talk to yourself like that, man? Come on. Mm. And so it began. Little by little, like little bits and moments every day, you kind of look in the mirror, like "fuck, I hate you, man." It's like, no, 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 like change that language. It's like, I'm not at you, but I like you, okay. And like every single day for like years after the fact, mm. it was like learning to unpick all of that, un- undo all of that negative programming. There was just like, how long had you been sort of? Being negative towards yourself, bro, mm. like yelling at your, like saying stuff in the mirror. I, I, I know that particular pathway. I'm familiar with that particular pathway mm-hmm. of mental health, of sort of. Um, uh, I'm sure Sartre Hell will correct me about on the term here, but mm. those psychological self harm. Mm. Mm. You know, what I'm talking about like just putting yourself down with words and. and, mm. and like, how, how long was that before the breakdown, or was that well, because of the breakdown? Just your whole life. Yeah. God bless my family, I love them, but we've got a huge perfectionism streak on both sides. Oh, real? Yeah. Driven by, like, old trauma and stuff of, like, cycles of abuse and that, Mm. you know. And kind of inherit these generational traumas and, Mm. you know. And then 
um, the hard language that you know your father used on himself his whole life is mm. you inherit that, mm. and and your brother inherits that, and the kids inherit that. And it was part of a thing going like you know, yeah, we all like stop these cycles of violence within ourselves and with each other, mm. and you know it's a real slow process. It's not like you know, and slowly over the years I thought like like the that internal. Mm -hmm. um, child gets to like go like catch up to you in age and mm -hmm. in the in whenever suck it kind of way. And see, I'm, I'm 41 now, I'm getting to kind of feel out those things that don't really serve us anymore. And it's always constant learning. I'm not fuck, I'm not perfect at all, but <laughs> <laughs> right. so sometimes, yeah, the old, the old dude creeps back in and like, look in the mirror and go, Oh, put on some weight there, boy. Fucking yeah. Oh, man, like, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And and I'm cuddly, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of flipping on you. Yeah. Your own personal golem and mm. the fuck out of here, man. Fuck out of here, man. Get a dairy or something. Man. Get yourself a man. get yourself a chocolate milk, man. Get the fuck out of here. Get a peanut slab ice cream. Yeah, that's what yeah, you need. Yeah, eat that and see if that doesn't make you happy. Eating fried chicken in the shower, it's not a meal replacement or a special treat, just some self-care when you need it. What I always wanted to do once I was young, like I, I used to study quite a few martial arts and, yeah. and I always wanted to try, um, uh, I always wanted to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and I put myself off, I was, you know, the same mm. negative talk guy that was like, yeah, you piece of shit. There's also like, yeah, you couldn't do that. You're too fat. You can't. You can't do that. You won't even fit a gi. Ha 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 ha. You know, you probably roll around on the ground and wheeze a bit, and like, you know, you have a heart attack. Ha ha ha. And like, all of that happened, and then I was like, fuck you, man. So my 39th birthday, I bought a goddamn gi, and I went to, yeah. I went to on my birthday to my first jujitsu lesson, and I never looked back. Awesome. So. That's my new obsession, yep. uh, and it's kind of hard. It's also like the one of the best therapies that are. <laughs> it's quite it's quite buzzy. The um, so I belong to um, a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu gym called Artos Auckland, mm -hmm. and they they are part of the City Kickboxing family, mm. um, which uh, I don't know if the world knows uh, that they're uh, kind of blowing up on a world scale and. Yeah, and the collective global UFC consciousness. It's a, lot of, a lot of hugging in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. A lot of hugging. A lot of hugging, man. Hugging. Aggressive hugging. Um, you know, it's... Uh, yeah. it's but a, with love. Yeah, man. It's a special yeah. kind of... It's a special kind of um, strange masochistic kind of respect that, that you, 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 there's something special about your fight family mm. that are a little bit different from your, your theatre family and your actual family. There's people that are there, you're like on the mat sweating and literally bleeding, sometimes losing <laughs> teeth. And with love. With love, yeah. Because yeah. it's this amazing kind of chess game. And I noticed that for a thing that I wanted to be physical with, it also had to engage this at the same time. Mm. And, you know, and, and none of that, when you, I don't know, I can't explain it, man, but... When you're, when you're in a role, mm. you, you can't think about other dumb shit outside of the, oh, mm. fuck, did I, oh, did I leave the, the, the iron on, or, mm. oh, 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 oh so-and-so um, was mean to me at a meeting, and blah, blah, blah. No, you, you have to be fully present mm. physically and mentally in the role. Otherwise, the game is that someone else is trying to um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to submit you. No, I understand. And sometimes yeah. I'll, if I've got a local gym, I'll go and lift weights and, mm. and go at a slightly heavy weight because then my brain mm. has to. Or alternatively, I live in London, so I'll just run around the park. you got to lock in. You can't think about anything else. What's yeah, that shadow? Man. Okay, what's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next level running in. Besides stepping, goose yeah. Yeah, oh, awesome. It's a, it's, a, yeah, it's an amazing form of therapy for me. And and yeah, you you develop these close relationships with people who are trying to like choke each other. I think one of the most rugged kind of like jujitsu beams or this beautiful thing is that uh, uh, jujitsu teaches you that 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 you're not special mm. and uh, and uh, and uh, you know it's you know you know you've got a neck like anybody else and somebody is gonna squeeze the fuck out of it. <laughs> And that seems real violent. I'm not glorifying violence at all. But what what it, what I get to what yeah. it gets to what we get to do at jiu-jitsu is really like unplug from this whole you know the the outside world from your social media from yeah. your from this collective consciousness and you're just in there in a role with people you know and you get tagged and sometimes you 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 get submitted and it's a game though. And the best learning actually comes from the 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 being submitted the to failing that there's this beautiful attitude in there that it's this like winning or learning mm. and sometimes like the best learning isn't from the winning it's from the it's from the getting messed up mm. yeah so it's true in life as it is in jujitsu my friend oh yeah man oh yeah man beautiful <laughs> analogy life jujitsu and then yeah yeah the first time I tried a jujitsu class uh, it felt like drowning on mm. dry land. It felt like a, a being in, in the water with a shark or something that is kind of bringing you down to the, the mm. depths of the scene, crushing the life out of you. This all sounds wonderfully violent. It's, uh, it sounds but, like uh, stage right to people who don't perform, I think. I yeah. mean, that's what they feel like. Anyway, that's my, you know, that's my obsession now, instead of um, staying in my room. And, uh, and it seems to me that you, you, know, you enjoy training. It's mm. part of your process, bro. Yeah. 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 But mm -hmm. singing. You're not trained, are you? No no, not really, no. That's not. more of a natural thing. I mean along the way we have got like tuition and learnt yeah, definitely like learnt techniques along the way. But you you know, to start with like singing was always a thing we grew up with. Mm. Just like it was music was always around my mm. brother and I. So what's your jam? That's what I want to know. What's the makapohatu when you, you know, when the voices come as they do and they're like, you know, and they're all beating the shit out of you and you've had the fight and then you've won and you've got your self-affirmation. What's the soundtrack putting on to, to, to lift you up? What's, what's your wow. vibe, man? That's really hard to answer because it was so eclectic. It's That's so great. Great. Great, Lay it on us, man, because I'm telling you right now, people are getting out a pencil or getting out their phone to make a little playlist. So you, you lay on as much as you want, man. Oh, man, there's so much of like, uh, you know, um, I got like ba Baby Come Back by Player. Baby Come Back. Yeah, man. This is like, <laughs> this is like you're in there, man. You're in your feelings, man. Uh, could it be anything though? Bit of Toto, bit of like, yeah. bit of like, uh, bit of Rosanna. Oh yeah. Bit yeah. of like, hold the line. Oh. Um, love isn't always on time. Love isn't always on time. No, no. it isn't. Uh, <laughs> um, heaps of stuff, man. I, I, I find myself going 
back to like you know like uh 80s and 90s stuff yeah yeah and and all our all our dad's favorite bands like the eagles and yeah. all hall and oats oh and man my old man it was doobie brothers Yo, yeah yeah Doobie Brothers, yeah, tracy man. chapman tina turner that yeah. was that's the nokise soundtrack through yeah. the mid to late 80s yeah i grew up on uh I remember, like, mum and dad's, um, uh, they had the Rhythm of Black collection. Like oh, these yeah, CDs yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. They're all, like, Otis Redding, Marvin mm-hmm. Gaye, all these great Motown songs. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you, did you have a moment when you're, like... Cause I, know, I know, yeah, sometimes when you're in your depression, mm. you know, and then, like, some of that old-school music comes on, you're like, I feel... Oh, yeah, man. Oh, I wasn't really... You know, tears of a clown, like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tracks of my tears. Yeah, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's real buzzy how some things like resonated far more and yeah. that space is a depressed guy going oh shit all of these <laughs> stories mean so much more to me now they're not just about breakup and shit they're like they're real real <laughs> <laughs> the smile does seem out of place if <laughs> <laughs> you look closer you see the trees the tracks of my bipolar depression <laughs> But then you don't have like the confidence to be the lead singer, and so you're like just doing the bass in the background. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, see now that's what I want to know. Like, I know what you sing out to them, and yeah. you got to sing to you know got the things you're singing to your lady. What do you sing to yourself, bro? What's you know? No one's in, no one's in the house. It's it can't just be you. Anything, man. Come on, bro. Sometimes it's like we're no strangers alone. And it's like, you know the rules, and so do I. I love it. I Did don't give a fuck. Rick roll me in my fucking Rick roll your show. Rick roll me in my podcast show. Goddamn show, man. Now I wanna give you up. Then it's like this, the shit. It's my shit. Like I don't, give, I don't care if you like hate. Like don't hate on Rick Astley, man. He's, he's the fucking man. King of the trench coat, man. Yeah, but then coat. you know, and then it'll go to like um. Ah, uh, like flock of seagulls. Like, I walk along the <laughs> avenue. I never thought I'd meet a girl like you. Yeah. I met a girl like you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I grew up on that same kind yeah. of music, and it's it's real interesting playing. I think because I, I got that British heritage, so I've got more yeah. like um, you know, Peter Gabriel, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, that kind of vibe. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I wanna you know? be gay, sledgehammer, dead, dead. Yeah. Yeah, man. Who else? Who else? Like, the, like from uh, the UK, in it? Oh, from the yeah, from in the it, UK, from mate. Okay, look, occasionally I'll go some singing the police. Yeah. You, go, yeah. you gotta, you gotta oh, go yeah. some singing, but like, like not the not popular ones, like yeah, yeah. synchronicity and yeah, like, yeah. outside of the outside of the norm. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm still from Wellington, eh? So it's yeah, yeah. Uh, it's sting songs you've never heard. Of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I was listening to Sting before it was cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. Before back like, when he was uh, Gordon, the teacher, and. Uh, <laughs> That's so, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, you know, Grayson Hughes, who I know you played with, just to drop a name. That was oh, crazy. That was insane. So, so yeah, yeah. Um, so, can I give, con- like, me and the boys were in Hong Kong and, and uh, just jamming out. At, there was a Kiwi bar there and played Talk It Over. Mm. And that put that up on Facebook. And I don't know, the, you know. Matu Grayson must Matu Grayson Matu Grayson he must get notifications of it or like have you seen this version yeah. and the man like res- like commented he replied to us 
and he must have used Google Translate Māori mm-hmm. to be like, say some, just like, oh, kia ora, my Māori brothers, yeah, yeah. something, something, something. It was kind of like, the, the sentiments yeah. were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, wow, man, and we've just kind of been communicating over the years, just, it'd be like, oh, we'd love to collaborate on something sometime, baddie, baddie, ba. And then he, we told him that we were um, coming to New York. Mm. And so him and his wife uh, drove like a couple of hours from um, Connecticut. Mm. Yeah. You spend a good, just part of the morning into the long, into the sort of early afternoon, just, just jamming stuff. Mm. And it was it was real informal. It was just a kind of like just a jam session. And he's like, oh, well, what what key do you play? And I was like, what whatever key you play? And he's like, well, I like what you're doing with the. Di-. And he's unreal. Like he's got his keyboard set out, and he's just like, oh, like you you, you guys do that. You got little. You do that. I'm, I'm not. Are a you key. are you giving notes to Grayson Hughes? No, now? no, no. He's, he's giving notes to oh, us, yeah, but yeah. he's going like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm, I'm a guitar player. <laughs> I stay in my lane. But what he was doing, he was like, yeah, you got. You guys just go to that note there. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> acting like I know what. I was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, yeah, uh, which is uh, D D D major seven. He's like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do there, and and it's just unreal. Yeah. Yeah. And when, just you, when you're having that moment, oh. like, is it still, because I don't think a lot of people understand this when they see these incredible moments. Do you still have the negativity? Are you still having private moments where even like 24 hours later, or 48 hours later, you look in the mirror and you, you see something and, like, oh, and you've just played with like a childhood hero who you sing in the shower, like this epic moment, yeah, and yet still 48 hours later, your brain's going, you know what, fuck you, bro. You think you're all good? Nah, Grayson nah. Hughes probably hates you. Nah, not at all, nah. Not at all? I just keep awesome. just going like, wow, that, wow, that, wow. Just just being like, that's unreal, that, wow. <laughs> and like every every sort of, wow, what the fuck, like, wow. Mm. What, and it's just unreal. Yeah. Just like the anthem of anthems, like I'm pretty sure half of us kids were conceived to that oh, song. Oh, absolutely. You know, not a lot of people. Like, talk it over, Grayson Hughes. That's why you're YouTubing after this. Yeah, man. One of the great video people like, clips. People are like, Grayson who? Grayson, like, yeah, yeah, Grayson yeah, Hughes. Hughes. Yeah, Grayson Hughes. <laughs> All right, this is this is Maka and James attempting to sing Grayson Hughes when James doesn't know all the lyrics. Oh, good, oh, good. <laughs> we, we just get us like a garage party, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Lyrics aren't that really that important. A shower party. Yeah. Shower party. So, uh, harsh words are spoken, promises are broken, old wounds are open, and love walks out that door. Hey. Too proud to make up you, ready to break up you. Too late, you wake up and love walks out that door, out that door. Then a guy pops out of a suitcase. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, sweet baby, I didn't mean the words that I said. Well, now you know that I love you. So can we talk it over in bed? Two black guys behind <laughs> pop out of a suitcase. Yeah. That's me in this one. Yeah. I never meant to hurt you. <laughs> Must have been out of my head. Out of my head. Well, tell me that you still want me. 
when we, we talk it over in and then two white ladies pop out of two more suitcases yeah, yeah. Tuck, tuck it over. And they start flirting with yeah. the black guys. It's a good video clip, man. Eating fried chicken in the shower. Harsh words are spoken, promises are broken, old wounds are opened, and love walks out that door. Those kind of moments, do you think, having a community around yourself? Mm. Because the way you talk about the, the MMQ, the boys and, and, and their families, and, mm. and the way you talk about you know, growing up, um, even the way in which your, your parents supported you when you're in your own uh, your moments, Mm. Do, you, do you think having that community and having that kind of trust with people, with other human beings, do you think that's been important to your... Absolutely. Yeah, hell yeah. That's Matsuriki and um, James and Fran and um, Matu. We all like a, like a band of brothers. Mm. Sometimes some of those tours are tours of duty. They're, yeah, yeah. They're big tours and they, they take a lot out of you. And so... And yeah, like like siblings, we've we've fought, we've like you know called each other out on things, mm. and um, you know we get in grumpy moods, we get shitty at each other, and that. But at the end of the day, there's there's a lot of love and a lot of trust there, and that's important mm. to be held with each other. So when we go through our highs, we we all mm. go through it together, and we go through the lows, we go through that shit. Yeah, it's that love and that trust together. that's underneath that allows you to be able to say stuff, but yeah, then man. come back from that and go, okay, but I love you, but you know. Yeah, yeah, man. Then, you yeah. fucking up, man. I've, yeah. I've had a few interventions over the years. Yeah. A lot of it is that, you know, the boys, the boys are like, hey, man, we, your, your health marks, you know, you've mm. got to really look after yourself because we... You know, and it gets you when they're, they're in front of you and, and they're getting emotional and going, like, mm. we need you, bro. We, mm. we, we can't afford for you to fucking have a heart attack on stage or whatever. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah. So it's just been a constant learning, growing around, you know, navigating around my, my health. And, you know, it's not just like mental health, like it's physical health and mm. spiritual health and mm. sexual health. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual hey, look, sexual health is absolutely sexual important. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> sexual chocolate. <laughs> Put in some Marvin Gaye. Is that on the playlist yeah, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's part of the, it's part of the healing, it's part of the therapy. Do you have, do you have anywhere, anywhere you go? This is part of therapy. That's a different podcast, man. That podcast is called Bang, and that's available on RNZ. <laughs> Um, yeah. It's where do you where do you like you talked about a man cave before? Uh -huh. Talked about enjoying being at home, but mm. is there? Um, you know, I said I like going out into the woods, but do you have do you have a place? Do you have a like that's when you go? Do you have a place that when you're on tour you close your eyes and see? That's like a calm place for you. If I'm talking about a place too, very like a very strong attachment to Wellington. Mm. Um, you know, I'm still um, a southern boy in a lot of ways. I grew up in Dunedin, and I've got a lot of love for the South Island. And you know, that part of that is like you, you take the boy out of the South, you never mm. take the South out of the boy. Mm. And that, and then the whole beautiful connection to um, Wellies is it's undeniable. I mean, uh, I, I really love that place. Uh, I really love the the soul vibe of it. Actually, me and me and Fran would we had this really rad conversation about um, why uh, we don't think of Wellies as a as a as a city in the traditional sense. You see, there's enough of a cosmopolitan vibe going on in the inner mm. city part that 
if you're a city person with all of those perks and all of those mm. trendy things in arts and culture, there's that. Because, but Wellington's also like wide open to the elements. And so you, and you're so close to the, if you go bush walking or hunting, mm. bush is right there. If you're a surfer, the ocean is right there. It's just, everything is like wide open as a part, as opposed to like a, like a like city city, you mm. know? And yeah. Like a lot of love for Wellies, me. Oh, no, me too. That's that's me for me. Like yeah. I close my eyes, I can see Wellington Harbour. Yeah. Specifically at night, specifically coming in on the motorway. Like I know the visual of that so well. Actually, yeah, that nice. that is a big for year and yeah. If I think about it, that was a big um, just <sighs> that that mm. drive from coming over that um, that hill, the the what do you call it? Oh, Naranga Gorge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you go. Boom, and the whole harbour just opens up up, yeah. up to you. You see wellies across the water, and you're like, nah, I'm home. Almost um, just got to get to Newtown McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the <Finch> Street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go, mate. It's Wellington. It's Wellington. It's Wellington yeah. is the, it's the place I go to in my heart and my mind. Um, is there anything else that you, we asked this of every guest? Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to share in the shower? <sighs> what else would I like to share? No, I just want to say thank you, brother. Thank you for having me. It's um, it's uh, yeah, it's been really beautiful. Um, I'm glad that I can share. You know, anybody like resonates with this quote at all, and it gives people hope. It's uh, that's that's special to me. So thank you. Is there anything you could say to people? What I love about you today, brother, is how open you've been with mm. me. Uh, I consider that a gift. Like when someone's that open with what you've been. Anyone listening to this who um, you know, has those destructive voices, mm. you know, uh, particularly on themselves, or if they're the person living with the person with destructive forces, anything you could say to them about how you have doubt or what they could do? Be real, like, talk to yourself like you're, you're your own loved one, like you're your, you know, if it starts with being your own annoying best mate, then so be it, like, start there, start small. It can be real with ourselves we can we can have real talk and go hey man we we messed that one up we we, we got to take an L on that you know let's try harder next time to go back to the drawing board and, and do it but coming from a place of self-love is a real mm. strong place to give aroha and give love to mm. other people and care and it takes time eh yeah, like you got you got to take the time. Yeah, oh yeah. It's not it's not going to be it's pantine. It won't happen overnight. It will yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah, and also the people like stuck in the you know, when I came out of that depression and I got you know and maybe feel I still feel to this day like incredibly sad for people who don't, or well, one who don't come out of that journey and for like yeah quite a lot of um. Yeah, quite a lot of quite a lot of friends that have like uh, taken themselves out, you know, early. Checking on your mates heaps, mm-hmm. checking on them they need it. Or rather like have these kind of interventions with you now than like to fucking be to be speaking your eulogy at your tongue, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's what you got to say to the boys. Just look them in the eye and say, don't make me go play Street Fighter. Don't make me go <laughs> play Street Fighter <laughs> on your ass, man. <laughs> yeah, I fully, I fully yelled at one of my mates at his tongue in front of his mum, you know. I was like, you know, I was like, don't make me come to your tongue and yell at you in front of your mum. <laughs> play Street Fighter, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah. Awesome, yeah. brother. Thank you. Awesome, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. Well, man. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, Cheers, brother. <laughs> Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower was produced for RNZ by Charlie Bleakney and Fruit and Nuts Limited and presented by me, James Nokise. The engineer was Blair Stagpool. The executive producers for RNZ were Justin Gregory and Tim Watkins. Subscribe to our podcast however you just found this podcast. Or if you're listening on the radio, go to RNZ's podcast page and look for the chicken. And when you rate us, only give us five stars. Remember, more stars, more chicken. And if you want to share your safe space or comfort food, tweet me at James Nokise. If you need support, text 1737. Or for more resources on mental health, check the Fried Chicken webpage at rnz.co.nz. If you're experiencing COVID-19 related mental health issues, go to health.govt.nz and search for COVID-19 mental health and well-being resources. We'll also link to it on the RNZ page. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.